Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan. This is your Monday episode. We're doing a pop culture roundup with Sophie Ross. I'll talk to you for a little bit up top, and then we'll get right to Sophie. And and I hope this is the start of an insanely fabulous week for you. Uh, Let's catch you up if you didn't listen to my three-hour opus of a Beverly Hills recap. Folks, the the wheels have come off the wagon. I mean, it's a... Three hour recap. And when I really think about it, I'm like, I don't think I could cut it. I don't think I could cut a damn thing. This show is I'm living, breathing and eating this show. And they filmed the reunion on Friday. And so we talk about that during the pop culture roundup. I just got to I want to warn everybody up top, though. Uh, I, I love the listeners of this podcast because I know you guys know this, but I, 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 I dabble online. I read what's going on. We love to believe outlandish rumors. Listen, I, I wanted to believe so badly that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. Everything in my body said that's, that's, that's what happened. But in reality, I knew it wasn't. Just remember that with all of these rumors, there's a rumor that Lisa Rinna quit. Now, that would be iconic, man. I mean, it would be really cool, but she didn't. I mean, like, I don't want to bum everybody out because sometimes really insane things happen. Sometimes insane things happen in pop culture, and we don't find out about it until years later. Let me give you one example that I talk about on the show today, but I want to do it up top for the people listening. Now, I love Bravo and Cocktails. 
Uh, I think it's a really, you know, she gets it right a lot of the times. Uh, you know, the you know people with like blind accounts. Uh, you know, Dumois and I love the podcast Beyond the Blinds. They're my buddies. You know, but. It, Remember, these are not always true. There was one and the only reason the only like, I don't know, there was one today that was kind of like about uh, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox uh, having broken up. And it's one of the ones that I actually know for a fact is not true. Um, Ariana didn't go to Tom Sandoval's show in San Diego tonight. And I know for a fact, and I know the reason why, and it has nothing to do with Tom. And I just hate that. I don't know. It's so weird. And it's so weird for me to bitch about because I love blind items, but this one, I just have to imagine it gets really insanely uh, tiresome to put up with. Like if those dudes or, or, or anyone break up, we'll eventually know, but I, I can swear to you on that one. You don't need to keep going with that rumor. As soon as I hear any rumblings, I will let you guys know, but we're safe on that, uh, that blind item, that blind item is completely false. If you guys read that one that came out over the weekend. So I wanted to start off with a big exclusive, um, how are you guys doing? Did you have a great weekend? I hope you did. So if you did listen to Beverly Hills, I said at the very end, I was driving to Arizona to surprise my mom and I did. And she was very surprised and it was a really, really nice moment. And I'm so glad I drove, uh, and surprised her. I really, really, what I, I was, you know, everything. So we're all so busy now, but I'm just so glad I got here. I think my mom and dad will be on the podcast on Tuesday and she, I'll let her let you guys know about all the medical condition stuff that she's going through right now. But I got to tell you, it was a really nice weekend. We got to spend a lot of time with my sister and my niece and nephew. Well, my nephew just likes to kind of sit in the other room and be on his computer. So I think I kind of spent time with him by osmosis. But my my niece, she's like 13 years old. She's turning into this really beautiful young woman. And it was so cool to see. And she, I don't know. We, 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 it was just... So nice. And I hate to be all schmaltzy, but that's kind of like my brand as well. I'm really, um, uh, yeah, I have childlike sense of humor, a potty mouth, and I'm schmaltzy. Those are the three, those are my three big things. Uh, so I'm really glad I'm here, except that I'm in the tiny guest bedroom and it's, it's hot as balls in Arizona all the time. Um, and, uh, but I, I'm very ecstatic. I already have chores for tomorrow. You guys, my mom is making me um, dig up her flower garden because the rabbits are eating some. So I have to dig that today. I helped her with some computer stuff tomorrow. I have to help her figure out a DVD player and some kind of computer issue. So it's, I, it, it's like, I never left. Are your parents like that? When I, when anytime you visit them, they have a list of like technical things for you to do for them or just chores. And it kind of, I got to tell you, it makes me feel cool. Like it, I used to like go like roll my eyes at it, but now I'm kind of like, yeah, they need me. This is my place. These, I have to do these jobs. The DVD player cannot be figured out without Ryan Bailey. Um, if you guys like this show and why wouldn't you, I just talked about cleaning out a flower pot, give it five stars on Apple podcasts and Spotify. It really does help. I really appreciate it. Also today I'm going to be on a really cool podcast. Somebody that I look up to as a podcaster. Uh, I don't know if you are aware you should be of Allison Rosen. Um, but I will be on her pod podcast for the first time tomorrow. 
Um, it, it, uh, it's called Allison Rosen is your new best friend. And she's just awesome. She's been doing this for so long. So good has so many great guests. And, uh, it, it was just a great, I got to do that on Friday. And usually I try to keep Fridays off. Uh, cause I talk about Beverly Hills for like three hours, but I, I got an invite from her and I got to tell you, that was really on one of my vision boards of to be one day invited. Like, and the funny thing is, and this is just shows you how weirdly insecure I am and, and it, it's getting better. I think, you know, it's getting better in small ways. I'm getting more confident. Like I say, by the time I I'm in my eighties, I'm going to be a really cocky son of a bitch. But I remember being like drunk two years ago and DMing her like, would you ever consider being on my bad guest and she said yes and then i was like cool and then i just never reached out again because i was so nervous it, it so much therapy needs to happen still folks but it was one of those things you ever do that where you're like well i had the balls to ask her and that's and she said yeah so that's a victory i don't even need to do it um uh sometimes i'll say things out loud to you guys and I'll immediately regret it. And I could edit it out, but I'll just leave that in because it just shows you how truly deranged I am at times. Um, let's see here. Oh, the Patreon. Remember, we're re recapping Selling the OC. Uh, we'll be on the third episode this week with my good friend Kate Legeko, and I've been having a blast recapping those with her. It is uh, a little dirty, but really funny. We're doing a live Patreon on September 14th uh, that you would get an access code to, which I'm really excited about. Uh, BravoCon is coming up in October. We're trying to start making plans for that. Uh, I know there's just a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, I don't know if you guys did get to watch House of Hammer, the A&E Discovery docuseries, but uh, I'm in that. But trigger warning, it's an intense story. Uh, and also on, 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 on Thursday night, I got to be on Watch What Happens Live and I got to ask Hillary and Chelsea Clinton a question. So I, I, I'm living my dream. I got paid for literally zero of those things, but still that was my dream as a little kid. <laughs> so everything is coming up roses. Uh, let's talk about some stuff here. Pop culture wise. Now this is fascinating. Ray J. I don't know if you heard of this Ray J. Kid, well, this Ray J. Sorry, my phone's exploding. This Ray J kid, uh, who did the sex tape with Kim Kardashian, the tape that launched America's first family. Well, Chris Jenner and Kylie Jenner were on James Corden on Thursday. And me and Sophie talk about this as well, but I just want to remind everybody, the executive producer of James Corden is also the executive producer on key, the new Kardashian show on Hulu. Um, so remember Ellen DeGeneres was the number one go-to spot for the Kardashians and now Ellen is gone. So now I guess it's James Corden until Chris finds a new Chris, please stay away from Kelly Clarkson. I vow I love Kelly Clarkson so much. Stay away from her. But by the way, also in terms of daytime talk shows, this is a big week. Sherry Shepard premieres today. Jennifer Hudson has a daytime talk show. It seems like everybody has daytime talk shows. We will always miss you, Wendy Williams, and I hope everything works out. But a lot of new daytime talk shows are starting. Kelly Clarkson has taken over a lot of Ellen DeGeneres' affiliates. And what that means is affiliates, they sell these across the country. So like you'll say uh, California has like three affiliate markets because they have three different NBC channels across the state of California. So like say Kelly Clarkson gets 
two of those affiliates, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson gets one. So the majority, what I believe the affiliates of Ellen DeGeneres all are going to Kelly Clarkson. So this is a make it or break it year for Kelly Clarkson's talk show. So go support, but who knows? It looks like it could be anybody's game at this point. So it's a big week if you are into daytime talk shows. So they were on James Corden and they did this, what was supposed to be a cute little bit where where Chris was hooked up to a lie detector test, you guys, and he was hooked up to a lie detector by this, this lie detector pro who's not really a lie detector pro folks. Even Ray J was like, are you kidding me? This guy's a scam. If you type his name in, like, do you know how sad it is when you, when you agree with Ray J when you're like, Ray J's got an amazing, amazing point. Um, but, uh, okay. Oh yeah. This is, this is, this is my Ray J voice. This is the guy they had give Chris Janky the lie, Chris Janky, Chris Janky, the lie detector test. The network should be ashamed and you should too, James Corden. And you're all getting sued for playing with the truth. Click the link in my bio to see how fraud this guy is. You know what? I always think when you ever have to do Lincoln bio or click in bio, it kind of lessens an argument. But what do I know? Click the link in my bio to see how fraud this guy is. For real? You're all in trouble. The car trashians fucked you too because you really thought they were telling the truth. But all of it is a shit show. Watch me expose them slowly and fast. That's a weird sentence is watch me expose them slowly and fast. Why can't we just pick one or the other? Watch just watch me expose them. Nothing can stop the rain, Kim. That is true though too. If it if it does rain, we, there's no, you know, just literally you can't stop the rain. Um uh it goes, "No, no, no, Kim. No, 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 Kim. Enough is enough." And I don't I think you guys know this, but all of this these are in capital letters. Um Enough is enough. Wait till they see your handwriting and fingerprints on my contract. I think he meant contract, but he obviously was angry. This is all capital. So I think he, oh, what he goes and wait until they see your contract. You signed the same day as me. You guys should have quit when you were up, but now you will be another American greed story. Clown cakes. But he spells cakes with a Z. I'm back live in 25. I'm going all night. Clink the link now. Now, Ray J did go live most of the time. Kanye West did visit that live at one point. It seemed like, by the way, I would pay for a, I would pay for a Ray J show where he just exposes the Kardashians once a week. The point is, Ray J, if you're listening, I know you're a fan. Uh, it's too late. Where where was this energy 10 years ago? It's too late. And we all kind of secretly know deep down, right? Like none of this surprises us. Chris legitimately was in on this sex tape. And guess what? It worked. It really worked. Now, somebody that always gets their nose in entertainment people's business, even though she's part of the entertainment business, is one Bethany Frankel. And Bethany Frankel had a, a very big opinion on this. And my, we need to do a whole episode on Bethany Frankel one time because I just don't get it. This is why you know that these people aren't aspirational. Bethany Frankel, 
you know, a rags to riches, not a, you know, she was well off, but she worked her ass off to get that skinny girl brand and she sold it and she made tons of money, but also her charity work is bar none. She is so amazing at her charity work, but then there's this other side of her that wants to like trash Meghan Markle all the time or give her two cents on the Kardashians, not really that it's not realizing that it's completely hypocritical because she's just as big a part of the problem. It's like, holy shit, girl, you have millions and millions of dollars and you're bitching about the Kardashians. Like, it's wild. It's truly. I. Anyways, I'm going to play a clip because this is now deleted. Bethany Frankel had to go on IG and tell her opinions about this Ray J thing. And the thing is. I sort of agree with Bethany Frankel, which, you know, that's neither here nor there, but I do agree with Bethany Frankel. Here she is. What the Kardashians were, businesses were worth when Ray J was in the mix, what the increase in value from them to now is, and then Ray J should just get a 10% commission for lighting the flame that created America's first family, the royal family Kardashian. Okay, so I'm reading your messages to me about you wanting me to comment on the Ray J situation. I'm being dead serious. Are we confused by anything? I know people in common with the Kardashians, and they fully were involved in that tape and hair and makeup, and that's what I heard. I mean, it's obviously secondhand, but I heard from people close to them that Chris was involved in the tape with Kim and that she got glam for it and I don't know what's confusing. They have made billions and billions of dollars off this tape. It's absolutely worth it in the aggregate and I bet that Ray J just hasn't been properly compensated and he's been embarrassed in front of his family and they keep exploiting it and capitalizing it, you know, on it. And don't we know that already though? I'm just confused what we're confused about. Is the truth relevant? It doesn't seem like it ever is. And we just need a little. Listen, Bethany Frankel is right. Ray J deserves way more money. If this is true, and he did show a contract with Steve Hirsch, who was, I believe, the president of Vivid Entertainment, the pornography company that released the Kim Kim K superstar tape. And it. The, the shocking thing, you know, they filmed three different times. Now, just go with me on this one. And we'll ask my mom on the show tomorrow. Could you really imagine your mom? Just really imagine and just imagine how messed up your mind would or how, how I don't, how steely you have to be for your mom to be a part of anything involving you on camera having sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Could you imagine? I mean, just even on the like, <laughs> just imagine the critiques. I mean, saying that she got a glam squad for this. Like, oh, Kim, you didn't you didn't put your back into it on that last one. Come on, Ray J. No notes on you, Ray J. You're doing good, Kim. Your act, we need you a little more alive. What Do you need a Diet Coke? Do you need a Red Bull? Like, pep it up a little. Like, could you imagine? And this is how serious they took this shit. But the funny thing is it worked. Also, I love what Bethany said there at the end of, like, does the truth even matter anymore? And I kind of tend to think no. And also, what a really horrible example because it kind of shows you this all worked, you guys. This is the one idea that Kris Jenner had all the way back then, and it worked. I mean, just think about if this tape didn't exist. It would really, 
Think about what pop culture would be right now. I mean, we would have something in its place, of course, but just think, and I'm not pro Kardashian, but think about, it's like spider tentacle. It's like tentacles, all these tentacles out there, you know, touching Kanye and finance and sports and music and all of this stuff. Like, imagine if that was just not there. We wouldn't have to watch Courtney tongue-kissing Travis Barker every week. I just had to watch, see another... I was like, oh, I wonder what they're... I wonder... I haven't seen them kiss in a while. And then, of course, I see online they did some, like, fashion show tonight where they were tongue-kissing on camera. And I was like, okay, good. They're doing okay. Good, good, good. Um, so I wanted to play that for you. Let's see. What else is out there? Oh, this was great. Jennifer Lawrence. Listen... I, Jennifer Lawrence, I've kind of been hit or miss on, and I think now I am full on a Jennifer Lawrence fan again, because you guys, this week, uh, she is promoting a movie they're doing, uh, in Canada, they have a, a film festival over there right now, which is awesome, but they're promoting her film, uh, what's it called? It is called Causeway, and it's supposed to be a really, uh, a very emotional, sad film. She stars in it with Brian Tyree Henry, who you might know from Atlanta. He's an insanely good actor. But uh, I was sent, uh, by the way, my ex sent me this article this morning, and I'm so glad she did because I would have totally missed it. So I'm like, thank you to my ex. But it was a Variety article, and the headline is, Jennifer Lawrence breaks down this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, including, quote, evil Erica Jane. Now, I'm going to play you audio from this as well. This is, just imagine this. You're there at a film festival doing an interview with Variety, one of the number one movie magazines in the world. Very, very serious, prestigious. This is an award film, and this is what you start talking about. This is truly amazing. Watching Housewives, Beverly Hills. Which one? Beverly Hills. Not a great season, but Ryan finish too. it. Okay. What's but your Brian biggest and problem? I both What's your biggest five. problem with this season? <laughs> My biggest problem with yeah. this season? It's just been boring, okay. and mm. I think that Erica is evil. <laughs> <laughs> I would go as far as to say um, she needs a publicist. She like, needs a ASAP. And Lisa Rinna tried to look out for her and tried to, like, she didn't, you know, do the Dorinda thing. And remember when they were in in um, Columbia <laughs> and Dorinda's, like, fucking Joker makeup. And, um, I don't want Dorinda or Erica coming Carol for me, Roswell so Carol Roswell was just good. talking to her and leaving her out there. And Bethany was, Looking no, crazy. not talking about Can yes. anyone tell that I'm pretending that I know who these people yeah, exactly. are? Exactly. No. Can anyone tell? catch you up real quick. Sutton, stay or go? Um, I mean, she needs to stay, but... Okay. Kathy Hilton. Stay. Stay. Are you Love out of your mind? Kathy. Watching. I mean, come on. How amazing was that? Listen, I got to tell you, I'm going to go see that movie now. It has nothing to do with Housewives, but I'm going to go support that movie, damn it. Like, that really gave me so much joy today because I was like, see, even movie stars realize Erica Jane is evil. And that's what I'm telling you, folks. Don't worry. Like, Erica Jane will be able to hobnob with people like Diana Jenkins who don't really look into things or, you know, like, they don't really watch the show. But then there's other people like movie stars, us. We watch the show and we wouldn't want to hang out with Erica Jane. That's the life she has assigned herself now, which I was thinking about the other day. You know, those earrings that she wants to uh, hang on to. Wouldn't it be cool if they had those at BravoCon as like a, an exhibit that we could all look at? You know, you have like a Viva's leg and then you have like the $1.3 million Erica Jane earrings. That I mean, because at this point, they're, they are a part of Bravo history. Could you imagine if they wind up in like Andy's clubhouse? 
Andy's Clubhouse is now valued at eight million dollars. Uh, I wanted to share that with you guys because I and also just I always love when the shows that we love get respect from a wider audience. I'm like, hell yeah, film festival shit. You know it. All right. Also, um, the standing ovations. We got like I, I think I talked about this last week or briefly. They did. So they did that standing ovation for Brendan Fraser for his performance in The Whale. And it was this really touching video that was out there where he was crying. And it was just beautiful because if you know Brendan Fraser's story at all, you realize what he has gone through and his body transformation and how that affected him. And uh, it's just he he seems like such an amazing person on top of being a completely underrated actor. This guy is probably going to be up for best actor this year for that movie, The Whale. What? Mark me, mark my words right now. But anyways, so his, you know, there's like a seven minute standing ovation, right? And then there's this Colin Farrell film that premiered like two nights later. It got like a 12 minute standing ovation. 12 minutes. I can't even pronounce the name of the movie. It's like the something of Einerschmann, Schmeinerschmann. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. But then that's not a, so Anna de Arnis, who plays Marilyn Monroe in the movie Blonde, which is going to go straight to Netflix, I guess. They did the premiere of that at the Venice Film Festival. She got like a 15-minute standing ovation. She got the longest standing ovation at the end. Could you imagine? Wait, I should just be quiet for 15 minutes right now just so we can all feel what that feels like. If you clap right now, wherever you're at, in your office, wherever, just clap for 30 seconds. One, two, three, four, five. I'm not going to do it, but already I did seven claps and that felt like eternity. Imagine doing that for 15 minutes. At a certain point, I just feel like this is complete BS and somebody's either lying about this or you guys are all jerking each other off over there in Venice or at these film festivals, but it makes me not want to go to the movie theaters. I'm telling you, you're trying to get people back to the movie theaters? This is going to keep me straight away. Guess what? Right now, folks, I'm laying in my parents' guest bed in their be the guest bedroom. And I am not even close to standing up. In fact, I just had to pause to go pee and I got upset that I had to get up and that it didn't have anything to do with clapping. Imagine then you see this movie, you've been sat the whole time, you ate some popcorn, drank some soda. You're like, okay, that was a good movie. And then they, you got to start working. You're clapping. You know, just, and just imagine this, the calluses forming on your hands after 15 minutes. 15 minutes, you could have gone and got your car and I know this was in Venice Film Festival. They don't have a lot of roads there because, you know, it's Venice. But it just, it's too much. It's too much. And moviegoers are starting to come off like assholes. And we don't need that. We need to bring, in fact, I'm going to open a movie theater where I'm going to be like, if you clap, you're out. You know, like you can clap during the, if you like, oh, that's so funny. Like, haha, clap. But if you clap at the end, you're out. I mean, it's at the end of the movie, so I got to rethink that because you'd be out anyways. But you know what I'm saying? I I discourage it. That's I will I will literally I should do a movie theater where it's like the second you leave your car, it would have some kind of like like escalator belt where you're already seated, where there's never a point where you ever need to stand. Like you know, Nicole Kidman needs to revamp her AMC movie theater speech at the beginning, where it's like we come to the movies to see. No, it's like we come to the movies to get off our feet. And that should be just the entire monologue. We come to lay down. <laughs> These celluloids are beautiful to lay down to. I don't know. I just, it makes me livid every time I read about this. Because then think about the poor other movies 
where you're getting a two-minute standing ovation. Like, I'm probably going to be in a movie, it'll be like a two-minute standing ovation, and I'll probably, like, think I'm, I suck because it's not 15 minutes. When in reality, two minutes is huge. <laughs> huge. God, what a weirdo. Uh, we talk about Southern Charm today, of course. We talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, more Kardashians. We go all over the map. Um, also... Dancing with the Stars, they announced uh, their cast. It seems lackluster. I was hearing a rumor Sutton Strack was going to be involved in it, and I was like, wow, this will be the first season I watch. But no, but we are having Teresa Giudici. Wait, by the way, is Teresa changing her last name now that she's married? Is it Teresa Ruinellis? Ruinellis? I'm so glad they're off of their honeymoon now and she's off to work again because that was another, it was like the Travis and Courtney of Bravo. Like I was having to see too much of their skin on beaches and them touching each other in their private num num areas, you know? So Teresa Giudici is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Do we think she's good? Does Teresa have any sort of rhythm? Uh, shout at me if you, if you think, um, of course we talk about the queen passing. Um, also, uh, just real quick, um, I was talking to my personal friend, Kendall Jenner. Um, I don't know if you got to know. She has a tequila 818. No. Um, we talk about the uh, that moment. Oh, also, this is it. Leah Michelle, you guys. You know her from Glee. So she took over for Beanie Feldstein on Broadway last week for Funny Girl. And it was like this whole dramatic thing. It's just dramatic because Beanie got horrible reviews. And, you know, she left early from the show, like contractually, from what she was contracted to do. And Leah Michelle, of course, you know, has dreamt of doing this. But Funny Girl is not about a beautiful girl, if you know the, you know, if you've seen the Barbara Streisand movie or anything. Anyways, so she got the role from Beanie, did her first performance, got four standing ovations. I mean, this is Venice Film Festival all over again. I mean, she was getting like a 14-minute standing ovation. You guys, she had to announce yesterday that she now has COVID and has to miss the next 10 days. She had to miss this weekend's performances up through, I think, next Sunday. But can you imagine? They've already sold all these tickets, advertised Leah Michelle and Funny Girl and all of this excitement, and then she gets COVID immediately. This dang Funny Girl show is, it feels like it is cursed. Also, we talk about this with Sophie, but I just want to mention it again. Beyonce's 41st birthday party was in Los Angeles on Sunday at a mansion. And I, you, you, I love Beyonce so much, but I need Beyonce to do better with guest list. Tristan, I don't wear a Jimmy Thompson was on the guest list. Tristan Thompson was at that party. And I'm like, Beyonce, you need, listen, I know you put so much work into your album and your image and all this stuff. Put some work into a guest list because that's horrible. Tristan Thompson should not be anywhere. And guys, Tristan Thompson came with Drake. With Drake. I'm worried about Drake. Is Drake, like, I, I feel like Drake is in a flop era. Is he, am I just, am, I'm probably the crazy one. Okay, I'm, I'm an asshole. I get it. Anyways, you guys, that is it. Let's get to Sophie. Remember, Sophie's her own podcast, which uh, her first season was last, uh, a couple months ago, ended. It's called So True with Sophie Ross. The second season starts on Tuesday. Remember to go listen to that. I mentioned it a bunch during this interview. But also just thank you for supporting. We have a great week of shows. We'll be doing the Southern Charm recap on Tuesday. And I got guests. You'll see my mom, the whole big 
it, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, please go over to Patreon if you want more and become part of the baddies over there. And I just hope you guys truly have a great week. I'm so thrilled to be here with my mom and to be able to see her finally with my own eyes after everything that uh, she's been going through this last couple of months. And um, and I, I just, uh, I don't know, just thank you for, for being here. And I hope you guys have the best week ever. Pop culture is amazing. And so are you. Schmaltzy music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your week. An all new episode of So Bad It's Good. <laughs> right? This is the jankiest thing. Oh, I'm, I love I'm, it. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. If you're watching on YouTube, you know what I just did. Um, listen, we're already starting off as it's a very... It's a very sad day and I don't even follow football, but we're in football season again. And I'm at my sister's place right now in Arizona. And I just walked by the TV and they showed, they said, Joe Burrow. And so I, my ears perked up because I know Joe Burrow is like Sophie's favorite guy. And he threw an interception, but we're like four today. He had a really bad game and we found out you had a boyfriend over the summer that he's so pissed. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I know. He's sad about my little boyfriend. That I have. I <laughs> wait, know. wait, 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 no, th- this is actually because sports fandom, I attune as, as the same as pop culture fandom in a way like, you know, this truly is sad. You get sad about this stuff, right? Oh, Everybody it like affects does. my mood way more than it should, because we actually, despite all the interceptions and them playing terribly, we almost won. Our kicker missed two field goals that would have been like game winning field goals. So I was like, yes, we won. And our kicker's really good. Like he's going to get this. And then we ended up losing. And I was like, oh my God, if we had won, I would have been in such a good mood for the rest of the day. But instead, since we lost, I'm like sad and mopey. Sorry, you guys. You get bad mood, Sophie. But yeah, I, I felt bad. But, but, but wait, wait, wait. This is only the first game though, right? Did they look good in the preseason? I'm trying to like throw out sports phrases that I've heard about. Like they, the they're, they're pre- like doesn't really matter because a lot of people are, are resting their starters. Yeah. So like, don't want to like risk an injury. Um, so the preseason like doesn't really count, but like they have the, we went to the Super Bowl last year. We improved our O-line, which was like a big problem area last year. So I could, my O-line uh, is always a problem from what. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I'm sad, and it yeah, it affects my mood more than it should. I'm it's sorry. Well, I, I, I if you're tr- playing a division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you. I hate that team more than <laughs> anything in the world. I, uh, you know what? Luckily, you do not even have to talk sports from this point on, folks, because we're going to go pop culture because there's so many things to dislike in pop culture as well, because it has been a wild week. Before I do that, though, I want to say that Sophie's podcast, So True with Sophie Ross, you were back in business. It I saw you recording this week. This week. It comes yeah. back this week. So you guys remember, go subscribe because it'll show up in your podcast feed immediately so she is back with a new season second season if you haven't heard the first so i wanted to plug that immediately we'll plug it again at the end and i'll also put in in the show description so go support that are you allowed to tell us who your first guest of the season is oh it is me i'm having whoa you went big you went big that fast you went i know it's me it's me guys no it's a solo episode I wanted to catch up with everyone in solo episodes I always find we've talked about how solo episodes are kind of challenging because you don't have that person to like bounce they're the off scariest of, thing I, ever 
I know, but I think I got the hang of it. And I think it's a really good episode. We talk about a lot of exciting, juicy stuff. So check it out on Tuesday. No, that's why like the Sophie episodes, I always look forward to the most because I don't, it's just like, you just get to talk with somebody. Like there's a, it, it's so much different when you just do it by yourself. Sometimes you forget, you feel like you're going crazy almost, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. like it's, you're like, oh, you just want to have that conversation with a friend, but I have no doubt your solo episode is going to kill it. Uh, let's start with uh, an easy story. Beyonce celebrated her 41st birthday in Hollywood last night at a mansion party. And this thing was star studded. Did you hear about this? I heard about it and I saw like the Kardashians were there. Whoa. The the Kardashians were there. Kim was in this like one, like the, I mean, it just sounds, it seems exhausting to be Kim Kardashian these days, but to squeeze yourself into this, these one piece superhero costumes. Oh God. Chloe was there. But I'm going to look it up. Oh, look it up right now. You'll see. It's like a superhero outfit, but it's like, it's like zebra stripes and her sunglasses. Chloe was there. But then you guys, Drake was there and I'm hating Drake's new look. He has like um, uh, he's wearing like an all velour track suit and he's braided his hair. Look up Drake's picture and tell me what you think of Drake at Beyonce's party. But the other big news, you guys, is Drake only supposedly stayed for 10 minutes and he came in the same SUV as Tristan. I don't wear a condom Thompson. They came together. They came together in the same SUV. Please look at his outfit and tell me as a girl that that's cool or not. That's not cool. No, but it's like, it just, it, he actually looks like Tristan here. Like he looks like an NBA player. Like, I don't know. Drake, you're Drake. Stop trying. And this Tristan Thompson shit on your opinion, like, there's so many talented basketball players that I have no idea who they are. It's almost like Tristan, like hooked up with Chloe just so he could be a name and hang out with people like Drake. Yeah. I mean, I think that Tristan really liked the lifestyle. Yeah. Of the Kardashians. Like, yes, he makes a lot of money as an NBA player, but you know, when you're dating someone who lives the most extravagant lifestyle you could possibly imagine, like that has to be a perk. But I love that they only stayed 10 minutes. I love that they're like, this isn't the vibe. And like, I wonder if Chloe was there and Tristan didn't know Chloe was going to be like, I was writing all this fan fiction in my head about like, why only stay 10 minutes at this party? Um, also, Adele Wait, can was there. About, can we talk about the Ray J stuff? Oh, we're going to talk about the Ray okay, J God. stuff. Also, there's no pictures of really Beyonce at this party yet. Yet it was her party. Uh, so it was like Kim... Uh, Lila Rose Depp. Uh, she's actually being talked about more Johnny Depp's daughter because her HBO series produced by uh, Sam Levinson, the creator of Euphoria and The Weeknd comes out pretty soon. So you're going to see a lot more of her lately. Um, but it was star studded. I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bella Hadid was there. Like I said, Adele uh, Zendaya was there. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. The stars were out. Like, if you were Beyonce, are I'd they like, even I'd... friends with Beyonce? Like, is Beyonce no. really friends with these people? It, I, Sophie, I gotta tell you, I saw Machine Gun. No offense to Machine Gun Kelly fans, I saw that and I was like, oh, this actually makes me think less of Beyonce, and that's hard for me. Like, would yeah. you want machine? Like, if you have your next birthday party and Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox came, you'd be excited for a second, and then I feel like you wouldn't be happy. Right? 
It would like ruin your birthday. I feel like it would ruin your birthday. But happy birthday to Beyonce. uh, Nonetheless, the thing that you're talking about, and this is the hysterical thing. It's not hysterical. So James Corden has a talk show on CBS late night and uh, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres no longer exists in the talk show world. So the Kardashians have now knighted James Corden as their go-to guy. And Kylie Jenner was on with Kris Jenner on Thursday night and they hooked Kris Jenner up to a lie detector test and asked him, asked her if she was if she was part of the Ray J Kim K sex tape. Am I correct? Yes. And she denied it. And the polygraph quote unquote expert said that she was telling the truth. Now, Ray J must be a huge James Corden fan because Ray J went off on Instagram last night. I mean, in your opinion, what do you, what, what did Ray J do? So basically Ray J and first of all, can I just say that polygraph lie detector tests are not accurate? And no shit. Like not real. They can't be admissible in court because they're like so not accurate. Yes. So like just because she it said that she was telling the truth does not mean she was telling the truth. But Ray J basically provided receipts proving that Kim and Chris were behind the release of the sex tape. And he was like, I have been blamed for this for going on 20 years now. I have, you know, been called a creep for like. By the having- way, wait, wait, wait. He still can be a creep. <laughs> he still like, can right? be a creep. I'm not, I'm not like, yeah, we're not trying to like completely <laughs> admonish Ray J here. But like, yeah, he's, they acted like Ray J was the one who released the tape and he, you know, Kim was apparently on ecstasy in the, in the tape. And like, did he take advantage of her? It's like. No, they were behind the release of the tape and actually filmed two more tapes two. to make sure that Kim looked good in the one that they released. And he actually, I think this is the most damning. There was like some document that was like Cabo video. It was the handwriting. Yes. And he put it next to, and I love how he had like a projector for this. Like he was projecting <laughs> it. And he put it next to Kim's handwriting samples that we have. And it is the same handwriting. Like he, there is no denying this. And the fact that also the Kardashians, he was getting like phone calls from them during the live. They were like calling him and then Kim ended up blocking Ray him. Ray J, what's Instagram. up? Please answer. Ray, Ray J, please yeah, answer. Yeah, ended up blocking him on Instagram like during the live. Like <laughs> they're not coming out and denying it. Like I think it's pretty clear like what's going on here is that and I think it's the fact also that Chris and Kim, they obviously released the tape, but Chris and Kim have been bringing it back up, like on the show with the Roblox thing. Well, like that was Ray J he, said, Ray said the, the fact that on the first season of the Hulu show that they insinuated that Ray J might've done stuff to Kim's butt while she was asleep. Ray J thought Ray J was like, that's too far. That is too far. And I will not like I have never done anything to her while she was asleep. There was always consent. And that was the thing that set Ray J off, supposedly. Yeah. But and then this on the James Corden show, they're bringing it up again. Yeah, And they're using it as a joke. So everybody gets a big laugh at it. But the funny thing is, this is like such a great pop culture thing, because this is how pop culture exists, is that we all secretly know 
it's not even we all know Chris was involved in this. We all know, like we all know it's just the fact that we're getting proof now, but Ray J it's too late. They're too powerful. You've waited too long. It does not matter. Cause I was like, Sophie, wouldn't it be crazy if, you know, Ray J is completely telling the truth, which I think he is like, what does that even mean? Does that mean like all the prisoners Kim helped free have to go back to jail? Like, does that mean she, the Balenciaga is like, fuck you, Kim. We wanted this on somebody that hadn't professionally released their tape. Like we've done, we've blamed it too late. They're too powerful now. Yes. But I also think that it's kind of like, and I know that some people are like, Chris is behind all of this. She's just drumming up press for the new show. It's like, she's not, she's not that much of a genius. That She's not this evil genius that everyone wants to pretend she is. She's definitely evil. And she like, <laughs> but like, she's not that every controversial thing that happened is not because of Chris, like coming up with some like master plan. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Somebody like, hit my car the other day and I was like, fucking Chris Jenner dude did it it was either that or Lisa Rinna hit my car all of the world's evils we can just like blame on Chris Jenner basically but I mean it's becoming that way I think it's a perfect storm of like them kind of and I also wrote about this in my sub stack um this week that all of the announcements that happened last week like Kim is the face of Peloton Kim is doing a true crime podcast with Spotify she, um Courtney the, 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 in, the equity investor. investor thing Sophie the equity yeah. investor thing she has a new private equity firm like all of these announcements I was like I feel like it's like giving desperation like they're kind of grasping at straws right now and I don't know if it's bad pre- like something bad that's about to happen that they're trying to get ahead of or it's like they know that they're kind of like losing relevancy and I said this in my sub I was like they're clearly not that irrelevant if I'm freaking writing about them right now like I get that but I think in terms of like the glory days that they once had it's like they're just not I feel like this is just kind of like it really might be the beginning of the end and I think the so it's like the, the the last days of Rome before the fall of Rome you know yeah. it's like the the obviously like there's the next generation that they are going to pimp out and there's just so many of them that like every time we're like oh I'm over them then a new one pops up and like I don't know, but I really do think it's kind of like just a downward spiral. And I think that this might just be expediting that like people are just like sick of them. And I but also don't feel bad, guys. They're set. They're set for they're set for all of our lives. So don't feel bad. They're going to be fine. But what what cracks me up is that at the end of the day, though, remember, Chris Jenner, if you have studied her or her family, Chris Jenner had been kicking around Hollywood for years. Chris Jenner uh, made Caitlyn Jenner, like re-energized Caitlyn Jenner's career after uh, she was an Olympian and like re like, so she's been wanting, she was kicking around Hollywood, trying to find all of these ways in. This is the one thing where Chris Jenner, if this truly was her idea, it fucking worked, man. Like it worked. And the funny thing is, Kim did, if you want to say it, like take took the bullet for the family because the rest of the family gets to live off her spoils. Like, you know, I, w- I was joking around today. I was like, you know, Chloe got the gene line. Uh, Kylie got the makeup. Courtney got whatever, whatever it is we say Courtney does. Rob got the sock line, you know, but Kim had to literally this all got built on the foundation of are you here for the love of Ray J? You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't that funny that this is all potentially built on this one move that worked? Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's a conversation that we've been having for this. I know. I just, I still just find it. I just find it mind. I just, it's all like, this is all because of a sex tape. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. But it just blows my, yeah. Okay. So we have that. And real quick, I just want to ask a personal question. I am visiting my family in Arizona. I surprised my mom and I was at my sister's last night. I'm here right now again. And she told me something that just made me so sad. She said, and my niece, who's 13 years old, said that my mustache makes me look like Super Mario Brothers. Is no, that- I love it. See, they said I did. And then I did a comparison side by side. And then a lot of people in my DMs were like, your sister's right, dude. Like, And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm like a little Italian uh, man. No offense to a little Italian man, but they're like, and then I just got teased by my sister for the last day. No, I love it. Keep it. But you, you're like a Super Mario Brothers fan, probably. I know, that's, why. that's true, that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so Kardashians, it's like the norm. Um, Kanye West also had another explosion this week. You know, Kim is like the calm version of Kanye where Kim makes all of these moves. And I'm telling you, the investment equity firm thing that she started this week, you guys, that's the one to watch that got the least amount of press. But that's a big deal. We're talking she will be in charge of billions and billions of dollars of investment money. That is like a people don't really understand like that is a insane move for her to make that actually will pay off dividends down the line. But look into that. You guys Uh, firms are evil, you guys. And I tried to explain it on my podcast episode that I recorded. And I was like, I don't freaking know anything about, (laughs) about like a finance or financials or whatever, but like, there are so many articles detailing why private. There actually is an article that I was reading that's called "It Was in Vox." Why private equity firms are killing everything you love. And just <laughs> that, that's why also. And by the way, so yeah, but I mean, this is a great conversation to spin off of, where you can go and listen to Sophie's podcast but and like, like I just don't get who she is appealing to. Like yeah. who, who are her fans? Who is she appealing to? No one thinks it's cool. I mean, yeah, of course, like people are like, whoa, like there are some idiots that are like, wow, girl boss. But like, no one is like thinking this is a girl boss moment or like something that's like really cool or like. 13 like, year old girls are like okay. private equity firms. Woo! Like It's like, of course you're doing a predatory capitalist like thing. That's what you do. Well, dude, like, I was the. A- I was offended because Chris Jenner released that photo on Friday where she had face tuned her face into that of like a 22 year old girl. And I brought out my, and I, I had retired this for a while, my face tuned Bureau of investigation. And I got literally, I get legitimately scared now as the account gets bigger and stuff. Cause like, I truly am scared of Chris Jenner. Like I know we all joke about that shit, but like, I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I do want to talk about something that uh, they actually, a person that, was important to so many people passed away. And I truly don't know your feelings on this. I didn't get to, I didn't check your Twitter feed this day, but the, uh, you know, the queen passed away this week, finally at the age of 96 years old, she had a 70 year reign. Um, did you have any feel? And I know a lot of people are like colonialism and all of this, you know, horrific things that the monarchy has brought. Um, but the queen meant so much to so many people. Did you have a take on the queen, Sophie? I made some jokes. <laughs> I did. I was making jokes with the rest of Twitter. Um, 
yeah, I mean, she, it was interesting because I actually was at a bar yesterday and there were some British tourists there that we were talking to. They were like sitting at our table basically. And we were like getting their thoughts and they do, they were like, they basically explained the monarchy in a way that kind of makes sense if you're a British person. Like this, the queen is the ultimate unifier, whether you're on the left or the right. They're the queen, the monarchy is not supposed to have political opinions. Yes, they're not parliament. You're just a figurehead. You are a unifier for the country. So I understand why British people get attached. And obviously, Queen Elizabeth was the longest reigning monarch in British history, I think. She ascended the throne when she was 25, I think. Yeah. She died at 96. Like, poor Charles. He's going to get like five minutes before he kicks the bucket, too. (laughs) Well, listen, and this is how petty I am. I didn't realize. Have you seen Prince Charles's hands? He's got oh, these yeah. sausage fingers. So, I'm sorry about the medical condition, but they're so swollen and red. Oh my God. It's it's like the the nightmare finger blaster. Pardon me. Like, like if Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House had to be in bed with Prince Charles, like you would not want Oh my God. That hand anywhere near. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? oh, is your guy right there looking at you? No, 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 no. Oh, I was like, oh, oh he's giving you. I was like, oh, your guy's like, no, but. Charles Charles supposedly has a heart condition, or at least that's what my mom told me. But my mom just makes up facts right and left. But the you gotta check his hands out, you guys, because they look like balloons, like balloon, yeah. like the the hamburger stofer top stuffing hamburger helper guy. Um, but oh, yeah, as an American person who kind of like I'm listening to people of color who feel a certain way, obviously, like obviously, it, yeah. If she wasn't just someone that inherited colonialism and all the bad stuff of her ancestors, she herself did a lot of bad stuff. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I thought it was so interesting how so many people like posted like artsy, like they're like R.I.P. Queen. And I was like, like, what? Like, I didn't realize that everyone loved she had this many like earnest, genuine American fans. Like, I oh, I see. I didn't realize until. The last couple of years when, I mean, like, of course, the popularity of the show, The Crown on Netflix, but there are so many people that have tried to explain, the, you know, just the soap opera antics that go on behind the scenes. These are like, I mean, these were like the first Kardashians. I mean, the way these get covered in British tabloids, everybody's hooking up with everybody. Now, of course, we know Prince Andrew is a fucking idiot Epstein loser, you know, so that's one of her nerdy sons. And then you got Prince Charles, but then on top of it, you have Harry and Megan and William and Kate. Like the more I, I mean, listen, this week I read so much stuff about this that I was like, oh my God, for the first time in my life, I might watch the crown. And I've always, I hate period costumes. And now I'm like, I want to know the history of this stuff more. So, um, you know, I don't even know what it means for Charles to be King. Like, do you even get to do anything? No, this is. I truly, truly, I'm like, this is the idiot podcast. Do you want to do as kids? And someone else tweeted this too. It was like Queen Elizabeth literally just lived 96 years, never working a job, never (laughs) having girl boss, dude, just living off taxpayer money, girl boss, stolen land, like girl boss. That's (laughs) that's the life I want. Um. So. uh, Oh yeah. Also. If Ray J does have those other two tapes, which he said he gave to Kanye, like even if they were bad or they were deemed bad by Chris Jenner, wouldn't we still get a release of them at some point? Like, I feel like then you have two more tapes to release. 
Oh, and also Kanye West was watching the live that Ray J did. Did you I know that? that? No, because the one tape served its purpose and the other two are with Chris and Kim in their vault somewhere. Like that was all bullshit with Kanye. Like going like, to get the suitcase, yeah, going to get the suitcase to get the tape from Ray J. He was like, what are you talking about? Um, also in terms of Kardashian, this is corrects me up. Courtney Kardashian, um, teased a new business this week. Did you see this? Who did? Courtney Kardashian. Oh, the Courtney. One- yeah. Lemmy. So someone <laughs> found a TikTok that it's definitely going to be vitamins and supplements. They looked up their, um, the trademark, the trademark for Lemmy with Kourtney Kardashian, it's vitamins and supplements. So. So she's going to sell vitamins and supplements. That's her. And it's called, it's called Lemmy L E M M E. Yeah. Like Lemmy get healthy kind of a thing. I guess. Yeah. Kourtney Kardashian rides a pink bike barefoot in the desert as she promotes her new company, Lemmy. But she didn't like say what it was or anything. Like you said, a TikTok user went and found that. I mean, that's how insane this is. She's just riding around a desert in a bicycle. And I was like, was Kourtney Kardashian at Burning Man? Which, by the way, did you have any friends that went to Burning Man last week? No. Burning Man scares me so much. I'm sorry. Why? So scary. Because of the heat and the sand and all that stuff? I just think it's, like, scary. Everyone, like, dresses scary, and they, like, literally <laughs> do burn a man, like a... a At the big, very, uh, yeah, big, yeah, like a big wood man. Not like an actual up. man, you guys, a big statue of a man. I was actually watching a YouTube video about, like, kind of, like, the origins of Burning Man, which was interesting because I was curious about it. And it was all about, like, building a society in the middle of nowhere and then tearing it all it's, down. It's all self-sustainability. It's, like you provide for yourself. So everybody actually works. Like you have a job. If you go to Burning Man, like each camp, which by the way, army hammer, I remember back in the day when he was in class, I remember him going, he went with the, he went with the Sony Burning Man camp and he would tell us about all the drugs that were there and all that stuff. But he would also have to, you would have to work like a three hour shift every day. But the, that was just like running the bar or giving out massages but it was all about like everybody had their job. Wait, have you ever been? No, I almost went once and I've, you know, like I've done Coachella a bunch of times and my buddy Josh goes every year and he swears by it. But like, I don't know, I could tell me enjoying it, but then it's like so much sand. And then I'm not good with like just talking to people on the fly, you know, like I'm not good at just introducing myself to strangers. Like I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be, I, and I, I wouldn't look good in any of those skimpy outfits they all wear. Like, I'm not going to show my dong or anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, no. I mean, it's definitely not for me. I can see. But by, the way, but by the way, I could be wrong, and it could be one of the most life-changing, amazing experiences of all time. Yeah. Aren't there, like, a lot of bugs, too? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are a lot of bugs. In fact, this week, if you, if you do believe in um, climate change, which I do – they said it was the hottest one on record. And there were times like even at night, like where it usually cools down, where it was so flipping hot. Like, they, I mean, it really is just extreme conditions, but a lot of billionaires go to these things. Like, you know, like they'll have people go ahead and go ahead of time and set up their camp. Just like Diana Jenkins does when she goes to any hotel, she has Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> I would be complaining the entire time. So yeah, it's good that I don't go. Wait, do you have a favorite complaint? Do you have a complaint that you do every day? 
No, but we, me and my family were making jokes about the fact that I was listening to another podcast or watching. I like just, I'm always consuming random content and I was learning about oil rig workers Sure. And oil rig work, you're like, sure, sure. Sure, of course. So, Why wouldn't you be learning about as, oil rig? As one does. <laughs> oil rig workers have such dangerous jobs that they make a lot of money. And so I was like, what if I, like, should I just, like, work at an oil rig? And we were all 100%. About, like, 100%. Me working at an oil rig, I'd be like, ew, this is gross. Guys, like, I fucking got oil it. all over my hands. Yeah, I'd be like, ew, it's in my nails. Ooh. And I'd be like, <laughs> I can't wait to shower and nap when I get home. But I'm, like, in the Sophie, middle. Sophie like, Ross, worst oil rig worker ever. Like, I know. I would last, like, like, the shifts are, like, 12 hours. <laughs> I would last, like, maybe, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did this story last week, but it continued on this week, sadly, as Brittany once again spoke out on her Instagram saying that she is um, her kids are blocked now and she's going to wait until they appreciate her. It's very sad when people have to. I don't know. It's just more mess. Um, also, what are, what are your thoughts on Kelly Clarkson? I love Kelly Clarkson. I do too. The best American Idol winner ever. I mean, truly the first and the best. And also mm-hmm. she has a career now 20 years. She did an Instagram post last week, thanking for 20 years of being in this business. Uh, but also very exciting news is that she has announced uh, a divorce album. So before the new year, you will get a divorce album from Kelly Clarkson, which I'm t- Kelly Clarkson is just one of those people that I just trust implicitly. Like the fact that she has the voice she does. I don't want, like I watch her talk show and like her little kick, uh, Kellyoke things where she can take any song and make it her own. There's just only a handful of people that I trust implicitly where it's like, there's no bullshit. Like I, yeah. it, w- it would shock me if I found out something was like, if Kelly Clarkson, like, like killed something a man or something. Okay. Yeah. Like if it's something bad. Since you've been gone. Uh, man. I mean, what a breakup anthem, you know, like that is no. truly, I feel like we need a support. Yeah, I will. I'm totally down for a divorce album. Okay. Now we got to talk about somebody that I I truly am worried about this dude. We had earlier in the summer, a, uh, a tour cancellation from um, who's the Camilla Cabello's ex. Oh, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. Okay. So he had canceled his tour, but then this week, you guys, Justin Bieber was over at rock and Rio doing his tour. And then afterwards he has announced that he is canceling the rest of his justice tour is that he is like emotionally and physically not ready to continue touring. Like, and Justin has had problems for so long with touring. Like, what do you, I mean, like I, 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 I constantly worry about Justin Bieber. I know. So I know he has, um, what was like the syndrome that he cited that he has? Uh, Ramsey hunt. Yeah. I don't know a lot about that. I guess it causes facial paralysis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can only imagine how exhausting and like physically and mentally taxing it is to like perform live. I don't know. Like what's the average like length of like a concert. I don't know. I think like, for Justin Bieber, you're probably looking at like an hour and 40 minute concert. I bet I would right, imagine so nearly two hours. Like 
that is like very taxing and I would be exhausted after doing one of them. And then you, you can't uh, even work an oil rig. So you wouldn't be able to get out there for more than five minutes. No, I would be like, okay, I'm tired. I don't want to do that anymore. And like, then you have to do it again and again and again and again. And you're just like traveling and going on tour. And like, it sounds very exhausting and I can understand, like, I think a lot of these celebrities, may actually have valid reasons like whether it's you know the the illness that Justin Bieber cited or it's like I just don't feel like doing this it's really exhausting I kind of just want to chill out like I understand that yeah. also so yeah like, like at night like at night you know how we can like cancel on our friends like for plans yeah. would be like last minute I don't want to go out you know like you can't do that for like 80,000 people if I didn't have to go to work I'd be like <laughs> I'd be like Guys, what if I like drafted up a whole statement on my Instagram, like Justin Bieber, like Justin <laughs> the Park? Dude, <laughs> you guys know how seriously I take mental health. Well, I, I regret to inform my company yeah. I will not be here today. It breaks I, my heart. I'm so sorry to let everyone down. To let all my fans at work know that I can't be coming. <laughs> 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 okay, so did you watch Southern Charm this week? Yes, I did. And I watched it. I went out to watch football Thursday night. And then yes, I got wait, 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 Sophie. I thought football was just a weekend thing. Now they have Monday, they have Thursday. Do they, yeah, is there Sunday, a Monday, don't have football? Thursday. Yeah. It's Jeez like basically Louise. my Hebrew school schedule growing up, except that was Sunday <laughs> Wednesday. Bye, but, <laughs> But yeah, so I watched it drunk. I need to rewatch it sober, but like I remember like some tidbits. Okay. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now is the part of the show that I love the most when we get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by our friends over at Dame. Now, Dame are products that help you explore pleasure, toys, tools, and more for getting in touch with yourself. You can go to dame.com to look for 
everything that you possibly might need. By the way, their website truly is fascinating because they have articles on there as well as uh, some of their best-selling toys and products. Um, one that I wanted to feature this week is a couple's product called uh, Ava. So let's be honest, sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves. That's why Dame Products designed Ava. It's the first hands-free vibrator for couples. Boosts pleasure and connection for all with a little toy that won't get in the way. So sharing pleasure during an intimacy not only feels good in your body, but it can increase your emotional connection and decrease your stress levels so you can take those good feelings with you throughout your day. But in order to get there, even the most sexually motivated couples can benefit from a strategically placed buzz. Enter Dame Products. Dame Products designed its hand-free toy Ava specifically for couples. It nestles close to the body and stays put with just a finger so you and your partner can focus on intimacy. It's designed to enhance, not distract from pleasure. Ava is your sex life's new best friend. So what are you waiting for? Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex you will look forward to. Um, so they sent me this product. They sent me their other product, uh, Air, which is spelled A-E-R, and that is a solo product you can use, and their their oil, uh, sex oil, which is an all-natural full-body massage oil formulated with arousing ingredients. But this company truly is amazing. All I'm asking is you go to the website at dame.com. I'm looking at it now, but like I said, there's even articles. Uh, I'm reading one, right? It says four behaviors that set a marriage on the wrong path. What is myofascial release? Uh, 10 feminist friendship quotes to share with your BFF. I mean, this is, this website actually has tons of articles. You can put your email address in there and get a, uh, a weekly, uh, thing that'll get sent to your inbox, uh, but really, really cool company. Um, go to dameproducts.com and enter code so bad today for 15% off site-wide. That's code so bad to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. But uh, like I always say, just go check it out for real. Like it really does. It not only helps the show, but I think these are things like I have primarily a female audience and there is nothing, nothing shameful about this. And uh, I am so thrilled that they continue to be a sponsor on this show. So remember, go to dameproducts.com and put in the code so bad for 15% off. Oh, hey, it's Ryan again. I just thought of one other thing. I thought about the look of these uh, because sometimes sex toys look a certain way. Um, but these look really, I mean, dare I say cute? They look like Pixar toys. They almost look like kind of artistic in a way. That's why I'm saying go to the website, check it out for yourself. But these are really thoughtfully engineered. Okay, that's it. Back to the show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So some just tidbits I want to like, first off, we had talked about a rumor last week that Craig was like in contention if Andy Cohen retired to take over Watch What Happens Live. Absolutely not. But I will say, after even watching this episode and remembering Craig's performance at the reunion, if Craig was willing to get wasted every night, I would hands down give him the Andy Cohen job because Craig is, I, I hate to encourage people getting sloppy drunk, but Craig, you guys, was over at Patricia's mansion and he spilled red wine on a $45,000 sofa. And then he sat down and broke another, like like a $10,000 leg of a chair. And he was just hammered. And he's so indignant. So he's like, you shouldn't have old chairs laying around like this. You know, he's yeah, like wait, he was like the wine glass. Like it, it doesn't Who have serves like wine in a glass like yet. this. Yeah. He's like, what kind of stem on a wine glass is this? <laughs> and I love, it reminded me of Craig at the reunion where he, he was just like, Chef, who I mean, she Taylor shouldn't even want to be with you, dude. Like, I he's so honest when he's drunk and he's indignant. So I would sign up to watch that Craig host it, but it wouldn't be healthy for him. Um, yeah, you know, it was funny. It was funny, but it was also like Patricia, like if you're having a bunch of overgrown frat boys over, why are you having them sit on like the really antique, like old $10,000 chairs, like get some cheap ass shit for them. Like you throw out tarps, like put out tarps down and stuff. They're like frat boys. I love you. Know, you, you are the company you keep. So I guess I'm a B list. Fuck (laughs) boy. boy. Did you know? I had no idea she was 81. She looks amazing for 81. She does. She does look great. And Whitney looks amazing for 81 as well. Like they both look great. Whitney looks great for being 65. (laughs) So, um, and the other thing, so you guys at the end of this episode, the big episode is that I always love now how they try to throw Dumois into all Bravo shows. Craig's drunk at the dinner. He's like checking Dumois and he's like, oh no, man. And I don't remember (laughs) this. I actually, I don't remember this Dumois. Like, my friend was like, is it, is this like, my friend was like, are, is this a stage storyline? Cause I don't remember this Demois storyline, but he's no, like, but I believe it, but I, oh, believe I believe it, it, but I just don't remember it. I don't remember it, but I'm not surprised. Like, I'm like, I'm sure I just clicked through it and was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Sounds yeah, about so, right. But you know, Craig so, was like thrilled when he saw it. Like, yeah. on, like on the outside, he was like, oh no, this is bad. Uh, but you know that's what, like the Craig and Paige relationship. I think works so well because they both love to sit in bed and look at Demois. You know that that's like the so he's like at dinner wasted and he goes, "Oh no, man, oh no!" And then he tells everybody, he's "Like chef, we gotta talk to you, man. Your um, your Raya profile still active, and some internet bloggers have posted it." And you know, chef's like, "I, I mean," and then chef's like. Yeah, I went to Barbados to try to find myself. And Taylor, Taylor knew. And Taylor said, I hope you find yourself. And so I love that he was in Barbados and fired up a Raya account. And then I guess he left the account open. So it was still, I, I've never been on Raya. So like, does that mean he was actively still getting Raya 
like hits since he came back from Barbados two years ago? I don't like, know. Is that what they were saying? I don't, I don't know how that works. I've also never had Raya. So like, I don't know if it's Raya right. or Raya. I love Sophie goes, I've never had yeah. it. And she, she mispronounces it. So we believe her, you know, exactly how yeah. it's pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I tried to get on it years ago and I didn't get accepted. Wait, do so they send you a rejection letter? Do they send you a rejection? Like, sorry, not no, at this it's time. Like, it's like, we're putting you on the wait list. We'll get back to you. And then they just like, <laughs> never got back to me. I was like, you're like, I'm verified. But, what the F? It's, but like, I don't know. I don't freaking know how it works. But yeah, I mean, Shep is a douche who's proved himself to be unfaithful. So I'm not shocked. And Craig Craig goes, Craig, I love Craig as a friend. He's like, as a friend, I'm coming to you to tell you this. And then he goes, I thought he was going to be like, get rid of your profile. He's like, put it so she can't see it. Put it so, put it so she can't see when you're active. And that was his big friendship advice. And I was like, yeah doofus you got to get rid of the dating app entirely and then they keep put, uh, cutting to poor taylor i didn't realize how religious taylor was taylor was saying yeah. that she thinks that god put shep in, like some people need extra help and that's why she's in shep's life because god and i was like wait yeah. you think your purpose is to help like god put you on this earth to help shep no offense to shep i like shep but not as like a boyfriend like i don't think god put taylor on this world just so she can take care of people like shep no, that's a very toxic way to like a 40 year old man should not need full time fixing. But like Taylor shouldn't look at that. And that's her purpose. Like, no, like no, she's like a beautiful, that. nice person. Like, I don't, you know, like He's I really grown on me this season. I know I said that she had a personality of like a piece of cardboard, but I really do think that she's like a sweetheart. She's very cute. Like, I think that she's a sweet, cute girl. I like her. She's definitely grown on me and I've seen more of her personality. So I'm rooting for her, but, but I Sophie also like the three lessons my mom taught me sunscreen seatbelts and Jesus Kyle cook. That's what it reminded me. Like, what do you like, Kyle? Like what did he, what he's like? Alligators Sharks, family. Friends, Sharks, family. <laughs> family. Oh, speaking of that, I didn't get to ask you this week. I keep reading this and I don't like, why is Danielle not congratulated Carl and Lindsay on their engagement from summer I think house? Did. Okay. Cause everybody was like, we still have not gotten a congratulations from Danielle. And then Danielle had posted a photo of her out with Sierra and the new cast members of summer house, but Lindsay wasn't there. And it would break my heart if Danielle and Lindsay get, get like, are not friends anymore. I don't, I think people might be reading into it too much. I don't really know if there's like an actual rift or anything, but like, I think that she congratulated them, but like, I don't know. I did see people like really, you know, just really going deep with like the social media interactions and like all of that. I don't know if it's that deep, but like, maybe it is, I guess we'll see. Did you, um, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I like Lindsay and Danielle's friendship and I, I don't want there ever to be any, uh, issues with it. Um, so, uh, oh, also I want to say this is uh, a Bravo and cocktails blind item that got sent to me like 80 billion times today. And it was alluding to like this, you know, reality star there together and has a band. And it basically it seemed like it was referring to Tom and Ariana from Vanderpump rules uh -huh. and um, that they broke up and they're actually not really together. I can, I can 100% assure you that that blind item is false. 
Like I've gotten sent so, that so many times Good. today. I'm glad they're still together. I love them. And I'm and glad can, the insider info. Well, and that's not even like, I'm not, I'm not bragging. Cause it's not like, I don't ever like to like, that's not, but I'm telling you, and she will not be at Tom's show tonight in San Diego, but it's not, it's nothing to do. Trust me. It has nothing to do with Tom. like, I mean, like, there are other things that happen that get like are tragic in other people's lives where you can't make it to things. But that was like a weird blind item that I'm like, oh, this is a thousand percent not true. So I wanted to throw that out there for any reality fans listening. Um, now I want to get to uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which, dude, did you see my Instagram thing of Jennifer Lawrence talking about um, she's promoting her new movie with uh, one of the leads from Evil? She called her, she goes, uh, Erica Jane's evil and needs a publicist. And she's like, I mean, she's a hardcore housewives fan, but she also called, she said what you said about, she goes, this season is boring of real housewives at Beverly Hills. Erica Jane is evil and needs a publicist. Lisa even tried to help her and was pushed away. And then she started bringing up scary Island, the real housewives, a New York classic episode and the Brian Tyree Gibson, the actor who's amazing. He watches it too. And I got so excited watching this clip, but, um, did you watch this week at all of Erica being a complete demon at the end? Um, oh my God. It was unbelievable. The okay. So you did see it. The mask completely. Oh, sucked. I mean like, like even, even the facial looks of like when she like, uh, Garcelle's like, Erica, come here. I don't want to, I don't want to talk behind your back. And she like turns she's like, she like just makes these evil looks like, I know Ugh. she's so, she's so soulless. Like, I, I really loved, and I tweeted this too, I loved, and I wrote about this in my Substack also, but like, I love that Garcelle said, it's not about looking guilty, it's about showing that you have compassion, which yeah. like Erica has completely failed to show compassion at all. She once again was insinuating the victims could be lying, that they're alleged. Like that tells me everything I need to know. Erica was in on this. Like well, yeah. you know, she she won't even admit that Gerardi Keys had anything to do with it. She's like, it's not proven that Gerardi Keys did that. I'm like, dude, you're taking it too far. Like you can leave yourself out of it, but if you're going to try to say that it's not been proven that Gerardi Keys actually did these things, come on. Yeah, like that tells me everything I need to know. Like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else but me. Like, yes, it, the mask I mean, like, completely slipped. Like, but Sophie, I, isn't it like the Chris Jenner thing? It's like we already knew that, but to hear somebody actually say it is still kind of shocking. Yeah, yeah. And, the other Not thing much. she said, you guys, about these diamond earrings, which I love Garcelle's, like Garcelle was just like innocently questioning her. And she like, Erica was just bragging about it, not realizing she shouldn't brag about shit like this anymore. And she's like, what does $750,000 earrings look like? And she goes, 1.3, 1.3 million. And, one point, and she's bragging about like her purses and her Alexander McQueen's. But what was so great is she's bragging about the, she talks about it like you would talk about your boyfriend. Like, you know, like she talks about these things like they're, they're lovers. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she talks about these, oh, it's a leather skin, this, and I've, you know, like, oh, and you realize that truly is Erica's love is like, she truly is about her possessions. Cause she keeps saying, let the law figure it out. It's the law. She keeps fighting. Like they keep the laws told her to give them back and she keeps fighting it because the yeah. law is for rich people. You guys, the law and for us normies, the court system is geared towards people like that, where if Erica keeps appealing and appealing and appealing, she can eventually 
hold on to those earrings. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what pisses me off. It's not something like let the law, let the courts decide. The judge did order her for, for her to give them back. And they appealed. You know what I'm saying? And they appealed. So I'm saying like, don't let any of this shit fool you. She'll be like, it's a court thing. I'm like, no, at a certain point, it's a you thing. She was like the law's precedent. She was pissing me off so bad. Like, so it was so frustrating to watch this episode. Like, but listen, I'll give Crystal and Garcelle. Like, I loved Crystal really being like, that's the facts, dude. Like people died. Like, thank you, Crystal. Thank you. But, but she was like, did they prove it? Prove it. Like, like show me the bodies. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? And then she she truly, I mean, uh, so, and, I, I don't know. Like, isn't it also weird? Like, so the they they filmed the reunion on Friday, you guys. And Andy Cohen's updates were hysterical because, like, at like six thirty, they had don't it hadn't even gotten to the Aspen stuff. Ten thirty, they were still filming. I mean, just like the exhaustion level you must have after dealing with that. I will say, and I'm this is what I want to show you. I'm not, I'm not like I do have two eyes. I thought Erica's reunion outfit looked beautiful. I thought she looked good. Did you think she looked good? No, uh, really? No, I thought she looked. I, Lisa Rinna, I did not think looked good, but I thought I thought Erica Jane did. And aren't those the only two reunion looks that like they really truly don't care because they release their reunion looks and usually they're officially right. released. And that was weird to me. Also, yeah. and, um, Andy said that one big bombshell had already happened in the first three hours of the day, which. I don't know. What do you think that could be? It was that Lisa Renna. I was reading that Renna apparently was like, I'm done with this show and like stormed off. Like, do we believe that? I don't believe it, but I will say it would be an iconic way to leave. Like, honestly, like Lisa, if you did that, it would truly be iconic. No, I think it's Diana Jenkins announces she's not going to come back because guys, guess what? Diana in Hawaii, she caught COVID and she was not able to come to the reunion. So she, she uh, zoomed in for the reunion. So also this is on top of a week, like, so two weeks ago, she sent out a bunch of lawsuits to a bunch of uh, internet people, podcasts, all this stuff. Then this week she sued bots. She sued whoever did the bots that went towards Garcelle's son. But even as, and I know people don't like this guy, Ronald Richards points out, you can't sue people you don't know. So like these lawsuits are kind of like super, it's yeah, just like almost suing a bunch of bots. Like I don't, it's get a PR that. thing. Like, so she's suing, but right. it's like, you're not telling, he's like, great. Tell us how you're doing this. So she right. did this lawsuit against the bots. And she also, and this, I will say, yo, I don't care if you're evil. I don't care if you're, she is donating supposedly a hundred thousand dollars to the lion air victims of Girardi Keese. You do have to go through her to apply for the settlement. It's through a new nonprofit she started, but it almost felt like she was doing this as a, because in her line in the episode this week of like, anybody can donate to these people, put your money where your mouth is almost kind of like Garcelle and Sutton, where's your money? I'm putting up hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, it's all for appearances. I think it also, the fact that it's just through her own organization is kind of sketchy from what I've been reading. I don't know if it's true that that money is going to the victims. Good, good. It doesn't absolve her of anything. It doesn't absolve Erica. Like, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's, but it's all, it's just such a mess. So I'm so glad that we're close to the end of this. And I will say that I think, 
the all the noise that Rena made about Kathy Hilton so far, she was like, I'm going to tell my truth at the reunion. I got to tell you, Kathy's going to really have to say something so flipping horrific because right now, Erica looked horrible. Rena looked horrible. Yeah, so no one looks bad except them. Oh, but what, 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 did, what did you think? What did, what did you, I wanted your reaction on that line for the preview of like, uh, Kendall Jenner's 818 tequila, my friend Kendall. My Lisa Rinna. Could you imagine that bartender going like, you're personal friends with Kendall Jenner? Oh my God, Miss Rinna, amazing. Like, how sad is that for I mean, like, I don't like for She's an older so lady. Embarrassing. She's so embarrassing. And by the way, wouldn't that I could see where that would piss Kathy off if she's been trying to plug her tequila. All, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would be pissed, yeah, too, absolutely. if I was Kathy. Absolutely. That's like an intentional slap in the face. Um, uh, as we wind down here, Real Housewives of Atlanta, the uh, reunion will air tonight. I enjoyed this season. Uh, you got to support Dubai also did their reunions. I am so behind on Dubai. I have to catch up this week. So that is out there. Also, the first two episodes of Real Girlfriends of Paris, um, the new Bravo reality series about, uh, you know, it, yeah, but I heard it's cute. It is cute. I liked it. I mean, listen, I'm not a, a real girlfriend, but I enjoyed it. Like I, I it's it's a bunch of rich girls in Paris. I mean, there's shades of this is not blasphemy. I think there's shades of gallery girls in there, but I, I believe give this a shot so we can make more shows like this. Um, and uh so that da, 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 Vanderpump Rules finishes filming in this next week and a half, and then the 10th season will be done. Oh, Jax Taylor and Tom Sandoval were at the same party on Labor Day. So they there might be a friendship reunion where they, they might be friendly again. Who knows? Um, I, I, I saw truly, that. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued as well. And I'm curious. I'm curious the Lala of it all this season because Lala doesn't seem to like most of the cast except for Katie Maloney. Oh, my God. I listened to Katie Maloney's podcast with Kristen Doe. Like, have you ever listened to Katie Maloney's podcast? I did. The one podcast that she did right after her and Tom divorce, right after she filed for divorce, I was like, I want the deets. But like she is, she has the most lifeless monotone voice. Dude, I like, listen, I, I appreciate what Katie Maloney is going through with divorce. I've been there. I actually would love to have her on this podcast someday, but I listened to it with Chris and Doty and I didn't even, I'm like, this is a podcast. I was like, this is a, you know, like, you know, Sophia, you do your podcast. Like, you know, like you're like, Hey, this is Sophie Ross. You know, like, this is so true with Sophie Ross, you know, like it was so the uh, anyways, I don't want to, you know, it, it it takes all kinds, but uh, it was, it it was just the first time I, my roommate made me listen to it. And I was just like, Whoa, my God, this is, it wasn't what I was expecting. And I was, (laughs) I was surprised. Well, cause you know, she's probably making a full living off it. So, um, uh, Okay. What this is, I always love. What did you watch this week or weekend that you liked? You always watch interesting things. What do you recommend for people? I know you watch oh, a lot of football. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you. What? My boyfriend and I watched Morbius last night because it's on Netflix. Oh my god! We oh, loved it. Wait, what did you say? You loved we, it? I <laughs> loved Morbius, and that's my truth. It was like, it was unintentionally, there were so many moments that were like unintentionally hilarious, but like, I, we were like very into it. I, I did not count on, did it, 
Because they said it like, well, so it made sense. You enjoyed it. You loved it. You you want a more you want more Morbiuses. I want more <laughs> Morbius. I want more. Oh my God! Please say the second. Wait, the second episode of second season. You need to get Jared Leto on and just do a Morbius centric episode. Um, so true with Sophie Ross. Did you ever watch it? No, but I will shit you not. I saw that it was on Netflix, and I added it to my list because I'm going to see it. I will see it. it. It's so funny because, like, like I actually was like just laughing at some of the parts that like weren't supposed to be funny, but like I was like into it. Like he basically <laughs> is like this doctor who's like he turns down the Nobel Peace Prize for his invention of artificial blood. I'm I've not gonna that. like I'm not gonna spoil all of it, but he's like this is my newest. Like he plays this like really like he's cripple right doctor. Yeah, he is has some sort of disability. And, um, he, it is just like, so like, there are so many parts that are so funny and his whole thing is like, let's like put like bat, bat blood into my blood and see what happens. That's it's so smart. That's what you got to do. And, um, do well, speaking of that, cause you'll be interested. We talked about this before, but Netflix just announced this week. For the for for the streaming service or the the technology company that invented binging, they are now going back to weekly only episodes. They are not releasing full seasons at a time. What do you think, Sophie? You will not be able to binge Stranger Things. You will have to watch it week what about to you? week. I love binging you. I want to. Well, you you's going to be week more. to week. They say they are now going yeah. back. They're going to at least try it, like. Because like, what is it? Hulu and Disney that do no, three episodes. I understand it because there's so much more hype around the show when you like with Yellow Jackets, for instance, like all the theories. If we had just all been just yes. like there it was so been fun. Been. So, oh, I also love Lord of the Rings, the show on um, I think it's on Amazon. You watched the Lord of the Rings one? I love Lord of the Rings. Dude, I love Lord of the Rings. I, I love the franchise. I love the orcs. Oh, dude, this is there was a new story. This there's already and and the original Lord of the Rings cast, Sean Astin, like all these guys, like there's like racism in Lord of the Rings. Like there was like, did you read this crap about people oh, like people not are mad about the casting? Yeah. It's you like, know what's are so you are you guys that? out of your minds? Is that Middle Earth or whatever it's it's supposed to? It's not like our planet. It's like a totally different <laughs> universe. So it's not we like ruin that. everything by hate. It's like what? Yeah, it's it's not like there's like a different like continent like no it's like it's a totally different world you could have all like purple people for all you want right, you know like right. it wouldn't freaking orcs and dragons and shit we are I so love the dumb orcs. every time i see an orc i'm like that's you, so my you oh i thought you were like that's me i was like because of my that's mustache you, wait does does so you actually recommend the lord of the rings thing you think it holds up even it. to Okay. And I'm not into like Game of Thrones, but I love the Lord of the Rings like trilogy. Wait. I always really enjoyed it. And the new show I think is really good. I'm super into it. Dude, you will totally be into Game of Thrones then. No. I think you're just like doing no. this to be different. No, I really. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Hey, she says no. I but I swear yeah. to God, you will end up loving it. So I think that's just interesting to pay attention to because I love that now we're potentially going back to week to week, but I want things to be exciting again. Like you, you use yellow jackets, which by the way, a week ago, they went up, uh, they started filming second season a week ago. So second season is filming succession is mid season filming. They're almost 
halfway through this new season of Succession. So no matter what happens with our lives, we have a tons of great TV to look forward to. What we also have to look forward to is season two of So True with Sophie Ross that premieres this week, you guys. Uh, I say go subscribe. Like I said, it'll show up in your podcasting feeds. I will put that as a reminder. And what day does it come out so I can remind my daily show to go listen to it too? On Tuesday the 13th. I'm so bad. That's this week. So that is this week. Yeah. We have Tuesday yeah. the 13th. So you yeah. guys all, um, well, yeah, I'll re- but also remind you on my Tuesday episode that it, it to go listen to that too, but go do that. Give it good reviews so she can get uh placement and all that stuff. I, I know that sounds cheesy, but it really does help you guys. So like, even if you think like, I think everybody thinks that like people like, Oh, this podcast is on easy street. Never assume that. Always give it five stars. Always support. It's like a free way to to really, if you do enjoy listening to this, because uh, it's just, um, I don't know. So anyways, I wanted to say that. Uh, anything else coming out that we need to know about? Um, I am going, I'm leaving for Greece, actually. Of this course. Friday. Wait, what the, f- wait, 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 what? You're leaving. So, so obviously Sophie will not be on next week, but you're leaving for, wait, you're going to Mykonos? No, I'm going to Santorini, and I've never been to Greece before. Wait, what is, wait, 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 wait. So How long are you that. going to Santorini for? Um, A week. I'm going for a week with my boyfriend, and we planned it like a while ago. I was oh like, oh my, are you, are, do you already have things that you already planned, or are you just like chilling yeah, and seeing what's up? Some things, but I definitely need to do, he like is such a better planner than me. I'm like the most chaotic. Me AD. too like unorganized person and so he like you know booked our flights booked our hotel and i was like i'll plan everything else and i like have not <laughs> yeah. so, like, you were we're watching football i know so if you hear this and you're like i've been to santorini this is fun send me a wreck dude everybody but everybody in this last couple of weeks on my instagram have been in mykonos I like know. um the uh uh who's the 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 comments by celebs girls are there and um I know it's like so annoying watching ever I promise I won't be annoying on social media like no please at least I was like I got I get excited seeing cool crap so you guys go support that so she can be an overseas podcast celebrity over there um but have a blast that sounds amazing I'll keep things I'll hold things down here for you and remember so true with Sophie Ross Tuesday second season it's a must listen to. Okay. Be there or be square. Square. Bye. Betches.